But if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the book of James. The book of James, chapter 3. We're going to read verses uh, 1 through 12 of James. 1 through 12 of the book of James, chapter 3. I don't know what y'all waiting on. You're not in no hurry, I don't reckon. You know what's coming. Hey, I don't know about old liberty. I don't know if they stand when the pastor reads the word or not. But you know the you know the deal, right? You know the deal. So I think we do that in honor of God Almighty who put all this together. James has some choice words now. There's a lot of stuff to compare our lives to in this portion of God's word. He says, my brethren, he is talking to saved people, all right? Be not many teachers, knowing that we shall receive the greater judgment. I count myself as a teacher. We have many teachers here at Sunday school. We have school teachers. And um, you see what it says about us. For in many things we all stumble. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, look, he's saying, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their entire, complete, whole body. Behold, he's saying, look, also the ships, which though they are so great and are driven by fierce winds, Yet are they turned about with a very small helm, wherever the pilot willeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among the members that it defileth the whole body and sitteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and birds and serpents and things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed by mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therefore, Bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men who are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth the same sweet water and bitter? Can a fig breathe, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine fig? So can no fountain yield both salt Water and fresh, he can't do it. Father, I thank you for your holy word. Now, Lord, I pray that you'd speak through me today. Lord, I, I want to do exactly, I want to say exactly what you want me to say today because without you, I'm nothing. And Lord, I ask you to anoint my lips and my tongue. May I say exactly what you'd have me to say today and remove any thought from my mind or my heart that might be contrary to your holy will today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. The title is simply this, Is Your Tongue Tied? Uh, can you say anything if you bite your tongue and hold it in your between your teeth, can you understand what I'm saying? Not really. 
I think sometimes that's where my tongue needs to be, right between my teeth. Now, occasionally, I will bite my tongue. Not on purpose, mind you. Hey, every time I bite it, I mean, I, I don't play. I chonk down on it. I chonked down on it one night, and it commits to bleed, and it bled, and it bled, and Lynn got concerned. She got scared. So she called one of our nurse friends, said, Kenny has bitten his tongue, and said, it will not stop bleeding. I mean, I done bled the handkerchief full. I done just, I mean, I done everything. I, of course, I could put a tourniquet on right here, you know, and stop the thing, but I, I, didn't, I didn't want to do that. So the nurse said, get him a tea bag and put it in his mouth, and it'll stop it. It did. Just an old dry tea bag. Now, I love tea, but this wasn't sweet iced tea. I mean, my goodness, I think of that tea bag. I think of that tea bag when I think of our tongue, okay? A tea bag is just a tea bag. A tongue is just a tongue. That tea bag is no good until it passes through some hot, scalding water, right? And it's still no good until it passes through some good, sweet, Dixie crystal sugar, okay? Same with our tongue. It's not what God wants it to be until it has passed through the sweet love of Jesus Christ. You know, we dedicate. Oh, we, we give this and we give that. But we really, we re, Lord, guard my tongue. You see what it says there? It's an unruly evil. Now, you know, if we got our mouth shut, um, we only see the mouth, Okay. And I think sometimes uh, the thoughts up here don't need to come out right here. I'm serious. You know, we think thoughts that we all not think. And, and, we, and then we say, well, I tell you what, I'm going to, when I see them, I, I'm going to tell them. I'm, I'm going to tell them. Uh, well, when I think about that tell them business, <laughs> uh, you know, we need to be very careful on, on, on telling things. Um, when we put food in our mouth, our tongue rushes with many taste buds. Uh, you know, I certain kind of drinks I like. And I, I have tried to say, okay, let's put three of them out there and close your eyes. Don't look at it. Can you tell me what each one of these drinks are? Well, you got to give the tongue time to process it, okay? And once the tongue, tongue processes it, gotta, the brain's done sent it down there and say, hey, this is Coke or this is Pepsi or this is Mountain Dew or whatever. And he's uh, got to send it back. And then you say, ooh, I, I like that. I like that the best. It all starts in the tongue. Well, communication. It all starts in the tongue. And, uh, you know, some, some people, um, they don't speak clearly. And some people, it's not their fault. They were born that way. And no one ever needs to make fun of the way somebody talks. Because, you know, God gave me my tongue, okay? Uh, the lady came to the altar and she told the pastor, she said, I, I have really sinned this week and I've come this morning to lay my tongue on the altar. And the preacher said, help yourself, it's 20 foot long. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Us men run our tongue just about as bad, if not worse, sometimes. I think in the mornings when I get up, I begin to talk, okay? 
And if I'm awake, I'm talking all day long. Thousands of words pass through these lips that are uttered out through the flapping of the tongue. I think sometime you and I would be better off if we took a lesson from the dogs, okay? Wag our tail instead of our tongue. You understand? You get that? Uh, so many times we, we, we talk when we ought to, uh, we ought to listen. Um, I brought a mask along this morning. And uh, many of you wear these things. You put them on. I see people cutting grass with them on. Uh, go in a doctor's office and they'll have them there for you so you can put them on so you don't spread your germs or so you don't pick up somebody else's germs. I see them on construction sites. I wear one, I try to, when dust is involved. I have asthma, and God knows I don't need anything else attacking my lungs. So we use masks to keep out the germs, to keep out the dust. And you know what I thought? When I thought about this sermon, um, are we tongue-tied, or is your tongue tied? Uh, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great if I knew that I was fixing to face somebody who's going to chew me out, and I'm trying to think of some good choice words to chew them out back, that if I could put a mask on, that it would hinder those ugly words from passing out of my mouth. Wouldn't that be something if somebody could come up with that kind of a deal? Well, you know, that's not the only mask we wear. Not only to keep things from coming into our lungs, but a lot of times we put on a face in the mornings. And oh, we just so happy. And when we left the house, they was fussing and fighting. And sometimes we dread to go back home because the little girl said, I'm scared, preacher. I said, what's the matter, baby? She said, I don't want to go home. So my mom and daddy fight. Can you imagine what that child faces? You know, it's amazing what God does and what God can do. But I thought about that mask. You know, the only mask we as Christians need is the Holy Spirit of God. The Bible says that we put bits in horses' mouths and the and reason we do that is so we can turn left and turn right and pull back and we can control the whole body of that big old mule or big old horse. We can control the whole body. It talks about the rudder on a big massive ship and wherever the pilot wishes to go, he guides, that, that ship is guided by a rudder. And I, I think about that. The Bible uh, in uh, James chapter 3 uh, is very plain on what he wants us to do and what he wants us to see. I think about what he says there, teachers. You know, you and I, are, we're responsible for how we teach the students. We're responsible. And then they're responsible to receive it and then to go and share it. And uh, that's not only, uh, you know, school teachers, that's preachers, that's deacons, that's Sunday school teachers. Um, but as I said, many taste buds come to mind through our tongue. You know, our tongue's used for a lot of things. Our, our tongue is used to, to <clears throat> push the food around in our mouth as we chew. You know, I, I don't like to go to the dentist, but I try to go every six months to have them cleaned and all this, and I'm thinking... <laughs> 
Have I got my tongue out of the way? Especially when they go to reach in there to give that shot, or especially when they're fixing the drill. I'm thinking, boy, it'd be good if he could just unsnap that thing and lay it over here out of the way, because it's going every which way, trying to dodge all them things that's going on uh, in there. Uh, but it's also used to pronounce words. And there's no telling how many thousands of words that, that we speak in a day's time. And then we get home. And the wife says, well, how was your day? Oh, it's all right. You've been gone from nine to six and it's all right? Is that all you have to say? I mean, what happened? Well, there's a lot of things happened. I can't remember. You know what? Women want details. They want details. Well, about mid-morning, I'll tell you what happened. I bit my tongue, okay? What else you want to know? We're just that away. But our tongue is a mighty member. Uh, James said it's, a, it's like a fire. And uh, we need to be cautious. We need to be careful what we say to one another. And I've said it and you have to. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. But it's already said. And all you can do is say, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And, and if you spoke it that way to somebody, you need to ask them to forgive you. He gives us explanations there. When I think about, uh, is my tongue tied? Controlled speech should be directive, okay? Uh, we should think about what we're going to say. We should think about how it's going to come across. What if I was on the other side and somebody's speaking that way to me? How, how would I act, okay? Now, we get upset sometimes. We get ill sometimes. And we say words that we ought to not say. Bible says that we use that tongue to bless God. And then we use the same tongue to curse man. It talks about uh, fruit. Uh, I love figs, okay? Got a big fig bush with figs on it. Got a peach tree. I can tell the difference, but what if I reached and pulled one of those figs off and bit down on it and it was a green persimmon taste? Hey, something's wrong. Same thing with us as Christians. Things, when we don't do right and we don't speak right with our tongue, there's something wrong with us as Christians, He's, he's talking about uh, considering these things here as we, uh, we look at the different examples uh, that he, he gives there. Uh, verse 5, again, it says, even so, the tongue is a little member, okay? It's a little member of this body. When you think of the, the big hands, you think of the big arms and the big feet, the big legs, it's a, it's a little member. It's a member of this body. And it says it boasteth of great things. And he says, I want you to look how great a matter a little fire kindleth. I've heard people say, boy, I'll let them have it. I, I chewed them out. You know what the Bible says? And I have spoken a lot of idle words this week, okay, that God says we will give an account of every idle word. And I've heard it said before, if you can't say something nice, just don't say anything. And I've heard people say, ain't you got nothing to say? And then I've heard them say, you don't want to hear what I got to say. Well, that might be good. Not to speak, okay, 
because sometimes when we talk, uh, we disrupt a relationship. Sometimes when we talk, we disrupt a fellowship. And all that goes together uh, for what it says, for every kind of beast and fear and the birds and serpents and everything, mankind has tamed. But we can't, we haven't tamed a tongue. And according to the Bible, we will never be able to tame the tongue. I went to a dog trial where sheep dogs herd sheep. And I never heard the man speak a word, but the dog obeyed a little whistle that I couldn't even hear blow. He said, watch this. The dog's fixing to go to the left. He put that thing up there. Dog went to the left. Just like he was on a shocking collar or something. Man, he was trained that way. And you know, I, I really feel this way, y'all. We really, Lynn and I have talked about it. We need to watch what we say. What if everything we said was displayed on a big screen? This is what Kenny Owen had to say today. This is how he reacted when this happened to him today. You know, I've, I've, saw, I've seen people in department stores not being treated right, and they just raise sand and cussing and carrying on. I'm thinking, is that necessary? It's a sign of ignorance. But that same tongue that we use... It's a pallet. Hey, it's sitting there waiting on something to be put on it. Food, okay? And it, it, what, if, what if we couldn't taste? What if we couldn't taste? And you know, another thing I, uh, this um, week before my surgery, I don't know why they did this, but they, he, he was checking all my mouth and what have you and said, stick out your tongue. You know what I'm thinking about? Did I brush my tongue? Hmm. I have the best coach in the world because she will tell me when my breath smells bad. And I'll say, I can't help it. Yes, I can help it. They make mints. Okay. On my way to the doctor, I wasn't supposed to have anything to eat after midnight. And I done brushed my teeth and my tongue and my upper jaw, whatever. I done washed my mouth good. And on my way there, just a few minutes before I was supposed to get in there, I put a mint in my mouth just to be doubly sure. But when he said, stick out your tongue, I'm thinking, what does he see? You know, God don't have to say stick out your tongue. He knows already. Last evening, our youngest grandson was sitting on the couch and something was said about a little girl that he knew who said a bad word. And I said, well, what about it? He said, her mouth needs to be washed out with soap. I mean, I, I'm sure that literally happens, okay? Well, you know, God created us, gave us a tongue, and he wants our speech controlled, okay? And he wants to control our speech. Uh, because if he doesn't, 
That, that speech, it, it, we want to be directive and we want to be right, can turn out to be destructive. Okay, just the word of mouth, just the speech it can be destructive. Uh, I mean, I have, I've hurt people's feelings, okay? I have. And they told me, they said, you, you, you've hurt my feelings. I said, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean to. Yeah, but you, what you said and the way you said it, I mean, how much, how much apologizing does it take to get over something? You know, oh, I'll accept your apology, but I ain't going to forget it. Well, my goodness alive. Uh, you, you must go on. You can't, you can't drag up old bones. It's not good. It's not good. He talks about that. Um, let me make sure I get the verse right. For every kind of beast, okay, the end of that verse, okay, the, uh, verse 8, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil. He didn't say it's an un, unruly pretty good uh, tool that I've given you. He said it is an unruly evil. And look what he says, full. He didn't say half full or partially full or a taste. He said it is full of deadly poison. And, uh, uh, you know, he goes on and he said it is set on the fire of hell. That's, that's bad, y'all. I mean, that is bad. I just want us to, to, to do our best to control our tongue. You know, I think sometime when I accidentally uh, bite my tongue, uh, God caused that. Because I'm not going to, on purpose, bite my tongue. Uh, I'm just not going to do it because that hurts. There are several misses concerning the tongue. Listen to these. Misinformation. Misquotation. Misrepresentation. Misinterpretation. Misconstruction. Misconception, misunderstanding. James says gossip, slander come right from Satan. You see, Satan's job uh, is to get people to destroy hearts, to destroy their homes, and to destroy their hopes. And it can happen just with a tongue. How hard is it to say, I really love you, versus I hate you, with the same tongue? And he says these things, these things ought not to be because if they are, you know, God's going to, he's going to hold us responsible uh, for what we say. Uh, you know what uh, on cowboy pictures the Indians say about the white man when he's not telling the truth? He speaks with a forked tongue, right? He speaks with a forked tongue. He says one thing and does another. Or he does one thing and says another. Um, he talks about fresh water and salt water. Hey, you can't drink salt water like you can fresh water or bitter water. Hey, we know the difference in good, pure water and salt water. And he says those things, you know, can't be a fig tree, can't, can't bear olive berries because it's not what he's been designed to do. Um, it's just like a a tree, uh, the Bible says, planted by the rivers of water. 
That's the way we need to be, that we draw our strength and we draw our wisdom and our knowledge from the Word of God. And when we talk, that we talk with clarity, that we talk with love on our heart. And I think about that mask. I, I want to leave you with that thought. Is your tongue tied? Is it controlled by Jesus today? And maybe we all, there's no maybe about it, all of us need to put a mask on and guard our tongue. You know, the tongue might have it to say, but the lips is the one that lets it out. You got one tongue and two lips. If you keep your lips shut, the tongue don't have a chance. He's got to have cooperation. And the devil is that away. He has no authority and no power over you as a Christian unless we let him. So I want to challenge you this morning. Question, is your tongue tied? Do you have that mask of the Holy Spirit guarding your words, your thoughts, which leads to actions, which leads to either bless God or curse man? I want to challenge us to guard our tongue. Mean what we say. Say what we mean. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to stand again before my people. Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you that I know without any doubt that they love us. Lord, help us to love them back. Help us to have the right words at the right time. God, we'll love you and thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen.